thank you. So back to the disinfectant. Right. There's a lot of people out there that are doing it that are not insured. Um, some pretty big companies too, multiples of millions. What um, I see in the future is when this kind of dies down, you're watching television. Has someone in your family been hurt because you wasn't properly disinfected? Call Larry Lipschitz. Uh, you know, do we cheat him and how? We'll take care of it. That's what I see. A hundred, a hundred and ten percent. You were bad for it. Whatever. If only we could get somebody like a drug addict and make him the president of the company. And then when this dies down, before the lawsuits come, you just let the guy disappear. They can't find him. So who are they going to sue? The company's bankrupt and there's nobody there. How did you ever not work for one of these large companies? You sound like one of their uh, CEOs. <laughs> Listen, the other thing is that we are in this for the long haul, our names ring bells and mean something. Hey, listen, listen to me. Bottom line of this is, you're damned if you don't and you're damned if you do. So you gotta, you obviously gotta do it. There's no two ways about it. And got a lot of research. I hope that lawyer got it as good. Where's Tom Mitchell when you need? You know, talking about the disinfecting and these companies, some of these companies are even going and, and talking about it on webinars, which I think may come back to bite them in the ass. Um, there was a webinar the other day. Somebody asked a really good question, and the answer from the guy was so bad, like he tried to tap dance around it. I, you know, obviously I'm just listening. He tried to tap dance around the question, but he didn't answer the question, and you could almost tell from how he was answering that he had no idea if he was insured and was thinking in his head that if he says it's related to pest control, then then he's... But when you make claims... It's not. It's not. It only covers removing turds, dead bodies, and something else. We don't know what it covers. We just know that you need to pay attention to your insurance policy. And some people uh, that I know in the industry, many, many years ago, for whatever reason, had a janitorial insurance policy added to their pest policy and that yeah. policy covers virusiding or viruses not virusiding but you can't get you can't get that anymore. right now it'd be very difficult to get but my point is is that some people when reaching out to their insurance company found out they have it because it's under that janitorial piece now the other part to that too that frank brought up today is the limits because if and you need to pay attention to your clientele because if you're doing a corporate office space that has a whatever, let, let's just say you're doing the biggest bank in the world and you're doing the C-suite, the CFO, the CEO, the COO, the C's and the O's, right? Those guys' annual salaries are what? 10 million? Some of them? What? The banks, some of them get a 100 million bonus. For right, so my point is, is that person dies of COVID, and now their company starts to sue everybody, their family. And what are they looking for in that lawsuit? Uh, he could have worked for another 10 years. At this, yeah, and all of that is calculated, and that's what... God was an act of God. Go to, go to God. He was an act of God. I'm just saying, these are the lawsuits that you're going to see, and when you're talking about the clientele that's actually a asking for this disinfectant... The best thing I could tell you is... The hell with the 
research, get the best people you can, research it that you know, a good freaking lawyer, and then do it. The, the, you know, if you talk to someone with big mouths, you're going to find out what not. And once in a while, you'll get a little gem. Yeah, well, look, what I'm... If, Don't if, give out too much information. If you remember, this is not just you and me having a conversation. We're talking to the world now. This could be edited. But, I'm, but we're talking to the world now, trying to tell them on if they want to go about this, how to do it in a in the right way. You know what I mean? How to do it in a smart way, in a so way in to... In a nutshell, in a nutshell, first of all, when you say it'd be very difficult to get the proper insurance... To me, that means it's going to cost a lot. You can always call Select Insurance and ask them, buddy. Oh my God! Did I tell you that I hit my head the other day so bad that I, in a norm, in a non-COVID nineteen world, I would have went and got stitches. Yeah. So how come in a COVID uh, COVID nineteen world you can get stitches? Because what am I going to go to the emergency room for like a pussy? With a with a so, so on my you, head so, while these people are dying on ventilators. Was there a lot of blood? It was bad. It bled pl- probably for like twelve hours. <laughs> no, no, would have would have would have congealed. No. I, let's say I hit it at like two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon. It yeah. It was it bled until I woke up the next day, not profusely, but it was it was bleeding. See, see now, now, now I'm mad at you. Why? You could have taken a selfie with it dripping down over your eye or your nose or something. It would have been great. I, I have a, I have a picture of the cut. The cut is pretty bad. Oh, I gotta get that. I'd like a copy of that, please. I'll send it to you. No problem. Email address, if you please. See, see. I'm gonna text it to you, you know, just to I fuck with you. I remember now when I started banging my head. I think I was uh, about 44. Oh, good. So I got 10 years to go. Right, getting all of that's good. I shouldn't get too bad for another ten years. <laughs> oh man, it was bad. It was bad. Like I was sitting in a chair. It's not my chair, and the cabinet above was open. And I stood up really fast and sat down just as fast. And then I looked at the edge of the cabinet, and it it's pointed. So I was like, ah shit. And I went to bed, and the blood was already like at my eyebrow by that point. I just stopped the blood. I iced it and I put, uh, what did I put over it? And I put like, I don't know, probably like a whole tube of bacitracin throughout the day on it. Okay. Also, so another reason I brought that up is because you talk about how beautiful my hair is. If I went to the emergency room and they said, ah, we're going to shave a little square here. I'd be like, forget about it. Get out of here. Would have ruined your whole personality. Forget about it. Or maybe I could have done like you and got the Polish mohawk like you got and just kept the bun yeah. back here. You know, like the fryer tuck you know, I never have to worry about getting the part straight, okay? <laughs> no, it's one big fucking part down the middle of your head. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, other than that, uh, things are crazy. I had a good conversation with HR today that you would have enjoyed where they they copped to a little bit of the ridiculousness of things. What they copped to? We were just talking about like the 70s and 80s. We, we had something that we were talking about and then I was like, you know in the 70s, 80s how this would have been handled, right? And we all laughed 
the woman tried to tell me why. How would it have been handled? I, I might have missed some. How would that have been handled? Oh. Your way. Would have been handled your way. <laughs> um, and she was like, wow, thank God for HR. I said, yeah, I don't, I don't think too many people share that opinion. And uh, we just went back and forth. And I was like, you guys are just as bad as unions. And she tried to defend them from unions. And I was just telling her, like, look, I'm not saying that in a way against you. I'm just explaining to you that HR in theory makes sense. A union in theory makes sense. The abuses are what make it become ridiculous. Where if you're talking to an employee and you're in the HR department and you know everything they're saying is just them trying not to do their job, but there's nothing you can do about it. To me, that's just a ridiculousness in the world, right? Like, you know that somebody's, when you're, when you're abusing the system, it's just ridiculous. The same way, you know, and a it lot of you- just need a good dose of the truth. Right, in the same way a lot of union workers, the unions were a great idea, people getting abused, industrial revolution, all that stuff. It makes sense, but now it's almost like- gone too far it's like it's like a pendulum on a clock it's just like, like politics and we're not going to talk about politics but it's just like politics there's no happy medium you know what i mean right. anyway yeah but it was good and i told her i said listen if you ever want to laugh just jump on the podcast and listen to the four hr episodes with my father do you know that in new york city you can no longer do um test for marijuana for a job hiring Yes, I did know that because at last you could smoke today and you could still pick it up a month from now. Yeah, but that's re that's relatively new. I'm, I'm glad to see you're up on things, Sheehan. And I'm floating the idea that if Biden doesn't win on the first vote, they're going to draft Cuomo. They're talking about switching it up, but who knows? You know what? We don't care. I mean, it's so bad now, but this Trump is going to says that fire our boy uh, Fauci from Brooklyn saying, hey, you know what I could never vote for Biden in good conscience so I'll have to I'll have to vote I'll have to write my name in again but, but I don't know if Cuomo you know what I think he would make a good wartime president and this is like war I don't know he's not too good at handling money though no no he spent like 1.6 billion dollars up in Buffalo, he's made this big, big complex that was going to create a gazillion jobs. So five years later, one of his best friends uh, got arrested uh, for uh, embezzling $800,000. And so far, they got 169 jobs out of the whole deal. Is this like all true? Like this isn't one of your Republican nonsensical, no I'm fact driven... The larger insurance companies of the world don't know how to service you like this because they're cookie-cutter nonsense for your personal stuff. They think a $300,000 policy for somebody with a $5 million business is good enough, and that's wrong. And when you have somebody like Frank and Phyllis with Select Insurance, that will tell you this is what you should have. They don't, and they, there's no hard sells with them. They tell you you're at this level now, this is what you should have. You're at this level now, this is what you should have. And if any of you remember, Frank's podcast with us last year. He spoke about cybersecurity. At that time, I did not have cybersecurity. And prior to his call, he said, this is something you should think about because you're in that realm now. And then that's why we brought it up 
during the podcast, and I we, we signed up for cybersecurity the next day. But this is what you need. You need these type of people. They're licensed pest management professionals in various states, and then they just know, they know what we're talking about. There's a relationship and a trust and a level of service that is bar none. Select Insurance is just the company that you want to be with. You know, like... You can sleep better at night. You Let's can, leave it at that. You're right. Enough said. Well said. Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea. It's Ed Sheehan, down here in Port St. Joe, Florida. Great place. i tell you the truth, I'm getting a little antsy. I don't understand why I'd be any safer in Breezy Point, working in my garden, than I would be here. That's just me. And you know how I am. Anyway, Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea. Until we meet again. Take care of yourself, social distancing, watch what you touch. If somebody coughs at you, kill them, because you're probably going to die anyway, so what the hell? you probably get better treatment in jail. Anyway, I know they're going to cut that. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. America, all the ships at sea. We meet again. Stay safe, you and your family. God bless.